yourself. Observe the national protocol measures to protect yourself, protect your family. Join us at 6 is live here on Joy 99.7 FM and hits 103.9 FM in Accra, Love 99.5 FM in Kumasi, affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions, including Golu 91.7 FM in the Upper West Region, Pandu FM in the Volta Region, Bishara Radio in the Northern Region, Sky FM in the Buna Region, and around the world at myjoyonline.com. Coming up, Electoral Commission faces fresh legal suit over the compilation of new voters' register, bringing to three the number of suits the EC must kill if it wants to go ahead with the exercise next week. Also, governing New Patriotic Party dismisses reports of vote buying urging individuals with concerns to formally file a complaint with the party. Apart from the media, I haven't received any complaint from anybody and I do not think that I should be relying on the media as a source of complaint. Meanwhile, some minority MPs are calling on investigative bodies to probe what they describe as the display of opulence at the MPP's primaries. Also in business, government fails to hit first quarter revenue target, but could the situation worsen in the coming months as COVID-19 hits hard on the economy with details in 15 minutes? And President Ekufalu sets conditions for the reopening of junior high schools. No play in break time. We'll hear from him later. I am Komla. I'm grateful you could join us this morning. Now, Ghana's Electoral Commission has for the third time been sued for its decision to compile a new voters' register. The third rate, unlike the previous two, has been filed in an Accra High Court. A Shaiman Member of Parliament, Ernest Nogbe, wants the High Court to rule that the EC does not have the mandate to compile a new register. Court correspondent Joseph Akable has the rest of the story. Mr. Nogbe wants the court to rule that the current voters register until revoked by a law passed by parliament is the only register the EC can use to conduct the 2020 election. The two already pending cases against the EC raises similar issues. The difference, however, is the forum and the redress that is being sought. The NDC and the case filed by Mark Tichibansen are asking the Apex Court to exercise its power of interpretation and enforcement to compel the Electoral Commission not to compile a new register. Also to allow the use of the voters' ID card and birth certificate as proof of identification if it intends to do so. Mr. Nobe's case is however an application for judicial review asking the High Court to restrain the EC from undertaking the exercise. Joseph Akable there. Meanwhile, the Supreme Court will later today hear legal arguments for the NDC, Attorney General and the EC relating to the first two cases. The Electoral Commission has meanwhile documents ad- urging the Apex Court not to allow policing tank Imani Africa join the suit. She argues they have no expertise needed by the court to resolve the matter. I will bring you the very latest. Let's do politics now. The governing New Patriotic Party has dismissed reports of vote buying by some aspirants at the parliamentary primaries held last weekend. Yesterday, the minority in parliament called for a probe into what they describe as the display of opulence at the party's parliamentary primaries on Saturday. Member of Parliament for Keta, Richard Koshiga, who made the call, said he will consider filing a petition. He's our agent, Iyoko, the CID, and other investigative bodies of state to initiate action. I will necessarily have to discuss this matter with some other persons, uh, legal minds, and etc., to know how to go about it. If indeed it will take an individual to trigger the process, but I think also that these agencies are themselves witnesses to these things. They are hearing of the rumors that are flying in the media left, right, and sometimes it must not necessarily take a prompting from some other member of the society for them to uh, get into action. 
Yeah, the Member of Parliament for Keta, Richard Koshiga. But the campaign chairman of the NPP, Peter McMenu, says anyone with a consent should simply provide the evidence. Apart from the media, I haven't received any complaint from anybody. And I do not think that I should be relying on the media as a source of complaint. So if there is any genuine complaint that comes, we will investigate it. Why not? But currently, it's only in the media. Even when some of them have granted interviews to say that, yes, they gave out money? You see, if you want to make a complaint, you write to the disciplinary committee, to the constituency executive or the chairman, and then the investigation will be conducted against the individuals. Peter McMenu is a campaign chairman of the New Patriotic Party. Now, there will be no play during school breaks and class size must not exceed 30 pupils. That's uh, among conditions set by President Tekufado towards the reopening of junior high schools across the country. On Monday, June 29, about 531,000 students are expected to report and prepare for the Basic Education Certificate Examination, BCE. Addressing members of a conference of heads of basic schools, President Tekufado outlined further conditions for the reopening. Class sizes cannot be more than 30 in each class. But because at this stage, it is only the JHS3 who are going to be there, there's going to be space in the school to be able to accommodate 30 per class. No play in break time. We want to organize it in such a way that the schools have one shortened school day from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. The children can go back home. President Tekufadu, let's still stay with education a while longer because government has identified some 10,000 basic schools dotted across the country for urgent refurbishment. The schools described as dilapidated with some under trees will receive major facelift under the government schools reporting program. Government has committed over $200 million to the project, which will also ensure training of teachers. President Kufado announced this at the Jubilee House when leadership of the Conference of Heads of Basic Schools paid him a visit. But here is President of the Association, Mercy Akaila and Manuebi, demanding urgent steps to fix challenges facing the sector. We shall humbly appeal to the government to continue to drive to improve the facilities at the basic school level so we can know some though we know that some have been done but as oliver twist we will always ask for more COVID has opened our eye to the fact that the job of the teacher is riskier the association believes that motivation plays a very crucial role in any workforce establishment you have the president of a conference of heads of basic schools, Mercy Akaila Anuembi. Well, President Tekufar is hopeful the investment will yield the desired results. We've spent the last 18 months negotiating a large sum of money, which we are going to be invested in the basic schools in our country to improve facilities. 10,000 schools across the country have been selected as the objects of this investment. The money is going to go in also training as much as 76,000 teachers in the new curriculum that has been designed between kindergarten upwards. President Ekufado. Now, private legal practitioner Samson Ladi Ayenini is advocating an interpretation from the court or amendment of portions of the EI that empowers the police to arrest anyone driving alone without a face mask. His call follows information. Minister Kojo Ponkrumah's claim that government is engaging the police to give the law a more purposive interpretation after Director of Public Affairs of the Ghana Police Service, Sheila Abaye Bakman, said on COVID and the law that persons who fail to wear face masks, even when they are in their private cars with windows rolled up, will be arrested. Listen to host of the show, Samson Ladia Yenini. 
I didn't hear Sheila, my colleague lawyer, engage in any interpretation exercise. No police is giving the law a meaning not intended by the maker. The law is rendered with such fluorescent clarity. What is the ambiguity in wearing a mask when in a public place or when leaving or returning to your home? So the solution is in amending or replacing this lazy general one with a careful, thoroughly exhaustive one that avoids debate and enforcement challenges. Samsi Ladia Yenini is a private legal practitioner. Now, Nigerians in Ghana say they've had enough of the unfair treatment and discrimination against them by Ghanaian agencies and security operatives and are demanding an end to their persecution. The citizens from Africa's most populous nation, who are mostly private businessmen and women, also allege a deliberate government policy by Ghana to disrupt Nigerian businesses by going after them, even when they've not committed any offence. Latif Idris has more in this report. We've met with the High Commission and uh, they've advised us to be calm and law-abiding. They've given us proof that the property belongs to the Federal Republic of Nigeria. And the High Commissioner and the mission called us to address us that illegally belongs to Nigeria. And that's why they pursuing illegally. They're watching and wondering what is going on, despite the robust uh, diplomatic relations Nigeria has with Ghana. So they are still waiting and watching that, hoping that these things will be resolved as soon as possible. Now, justice now, delayed now. is justice denied. So the briefing got a bit confrontational at a point. Now, wearing their black t-shirts with the inscription, Nigerians' lives matter to boldly written in front. The Nigerians resident in Ghana are also calling on the Ghanaian authority to, in their own voices, stop persecuting them. We are troubled with the incidents of harassment, brutality, and uh, other issues that Nigerians in Ghana are actually facing. Latif Idris's report there, our package for this morning. Today's Arrive Alive campaign message for pedestrians. Cross the street at a corner using traffic signals where available and always look left, right and left again. Drivers have different levels of eyesight.